I'm your host, Jamie Nugobauer, and I have on uh, a guy who is always willing to, to chat, always willing to help me out ever since I met him as a, a 16-year-old uh, all those years ago. He's, uh, whatever you need, Jamie, anytime, Jamie, and I know that means so much to, to a media guy, to a broadcaster, to, to someone like me, and to anybody I know, um, of course, but, uh, you know, people like me, uh, we're always chasing people, and he, he's always willing to help out. It is the San Jose Sharks defenseman, uh, just off his rookie campaign in the National Hockey League, it is Mario Ferraro. Mario, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate that, that nice intro. There you go. Well, a lot of podcasts, the guys are great at intros, and I always only want to get better at that uh, um, <laughs> that element of it. Uh, you know, I got speaking of tech, I got to ask you before we talk about hockey and and life and whatnot. Uh, what kind of got you into the YouTubing world? Because those that don't know, you should go to YouTube. Um, after this is done, and check out Young Plugs on YouTube, and uh, and you know Mario, I guess you uh, you review tech mostly. Is that kind of what it is? Yeah, it's called the Youngest of Plugs. It's just a random thing that I started a little while ago. Um, just something I'm interested in. I've always been interested in tech, and uh, specifically more so Apple products, um, but uh, not just that. Obviously, it's a wide range of tech that that I just like kind of review. On, on YouTube, um, I always used to watch like other other uh, YouTubers um, review products and stuff, and I found it really interesting. And it just so happens that now I'm playing in San Jose, which is Silicon Valley. They got all the tech down there, the Apple, um, the Apple facilities, Microsoft, Windows, and stuff like that. So there's a lot of stuff down there, resources that you know I can learn from too. And it's just just a hobby of mine that I do on the side. Um, obviously, my main focus is hockey. But uh, it's just something I enjoy doing on, on my free time, uh, just making videos and reviewing tech. So how does that work? You walk into an Apple store, you walk into like the main Apple store, and you're like, you know, I play in the NHL. What do you have for me? Is that kind of how it works? <laughs> no, no, not quite, not <laughs> quite. Uh, that'd be a dream one day, that's for sure. But no, that, that definitely doesn't happen. <laughs> when you were, when you were uh, a, a young kid, you were... You know, I, I never, I was always amazed by your ability to, to play ice time. I feel like you never needed to come off and you were never tired when you did come off. I know Justin Tickle played, uh, played you ridiculous in the minutes. Uh, and Fortier gave you decent minutes, but uh, Tickle gave you crazy minutes. And you never seemed tired. It was always your partner, uh, Lou, who was a little bit tired, it looked like. But uh, obviously, Lou's a great guy and we both love him quite a lot. So I'm not chirping him. But, uh, you know, you and I talked in the off season. Uh, maybe maybe you were kind of expecting to play in the AHL this year, but uh, what, what kind of happened there? When I got into this year, uh, yeah, I just I didn't really um, focus on where I was going to be playing or if I was going to be in the NHL or the AHL. It was more so just going in and, and working as hard as I can and trying to uh, you know build build a reputation for myself for being a, a hardworking guy and someone who who brings a lot of energy to the rink and, and on the ice and off the ice so um yeah i was very fortunate though and to have been given the opportunity to play for the sharks this year but uh, i do understand that i'm still um a young guy on an entry level contract so no matter what uh come september every year you got to be ready to go you got to be ready to play and then from september moving forward it's every game counts every practice counts so um i learned a lot uh here in or playing in the OJHL moving forward, starting from junior hockey, so it's uh, it's done um, uh, it's done wonders for me uh, for my first year pro here. When you were a young kid, you were this little skinny guy, 
uh, and now you're not. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess, like, when, when did that happen? Uh, <laughs> I mean, training in the gym in the off-season, um, just working on my on my strength and, and size and stuff like that. And I was, I don't know, I just filled in uh, a little bit as the years went on. Okay. And, you know, being a smaller guy, like you said, in the OJ, OJHL, having to compete against bigger guys and, and, and compete hard, even though you're a smaller guy, you can't be afraid to go in the corners. I think that that prepared me well. And it, it, it fits me well now that I do have more size um, and playing in, in, in the National Hockey League, it helps. For sure. I always had faith. Um, from the beginning, regardless of what my size was or whatever, I always had faith as long as I work hard, I can get there. So it was never a matter of how big I am or how tall I am and stuff like that. Yeah, no question. And, uh, you know, one thing I appreciate too, Mario, is that you, uh, I think a lot of guys, you know, they, they go on from wherever the OJ or even, you know, where I, where I work in the Saskatchewan league and then they, they play in the USHA, USHL or play in the North American league or they play in the Alberta league, the BC league or whatever, and, and uh, they kind of, I don't know, poo-poo those leagues and are just, you know, like, all oh, those leagues are were just kind of like a stepping stone and, and didn't, don't really matter. But I appreciate that, you know, you, you give that give the OJ credit. Um, but I got to ask you, <clears throat> you know, as much as you're able, I guess kind of a big question, if you could kind of compare the jump uh, between, you've kind of made four jumps over the last uh, number of years, uh, you know, I guess since I, you know, last uh, last saw you over the last four years or so, uh, you went from uh, the OJHL to the USHL to college to pro. Uh, so it, in terms of those four jumps, which would you say was the, the most eye-opening and which would you say was the most natural kind of? Um, I'd say the, the most natural for me probably, um, it's kind of hard to, to tell because I think that uh, junior was was less of a jump each year. Um, I think that the OJHL really prepared me for the USHL, and then the same goes from the USHL to college. Um, I feel like the USHL was a good defensive league, and college is the same way. Um, there's not a lot of goals scored. You have to be really positioned well and, and play with solid defense. So um, for me, I think the biggest jump, uh, if most people could guess it, is, is from college to the, to the NHL. Um, just because you really have to be aware uh, of who's on the ice. Um, there's a lot of effective players. Um, every guy's effective, whether you're playing against first or second lines or third or fourth lines. Um, it's the same thing. Uh, and you can never be too high or too low on your game, uh, especially because, you know, there's a quick turnaround. There's so many games that you play. Uh, you can have a good game one night and then, in, in a couple of days, you got to play again against a really top team. And every game is important uh, in order to make the playoffs. It's a really tight, tight division. So I think that the biggest jump is uh, uh, mentally uh, going from, from college uh, to National Hockey League and, and being focused and prepared every night um, is huge. Yeah, how do you deal with... Uh, you talked about playing every night, and it's not even... I mean. You know, you, obviously, it's really tough for major junior kids. You know, nineteen-year-olds to to jump from the major junior, from the OHL, Western Hockey League, whatever, to the NHL. Any any jump is tough to the NHL. Even from Europe, it's tough. Um, but but then you, you know, there's an extra element I think for a college kid where you play what like thirty something games. I know you made national championship runs, and but you know, you, you obviously you had a a busy life away from the game with schoolwork and classes and 
and everything too. But uh, I guess just talk about that uh, adjustment too. Maybe it's an extra element of adjustment for a college kid, even though maybe you're a little older than a major junior kid in terms of the fact that major junior kids do play a relatively similar amount of games, uh, whereas college kids, you know, it's like two a week kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that's a question I've been asked a lot this year. Um, is how I'm feeling. How are you doing with the the longer season, more games, and you know that's definitely uh, the biggest thing. Is the biggest jump is going from that small two games uh, per week on the weekend in college to you know you're playing four games a week in the National Hockey League. And um, I'd say for me, it wasn't uh, physically um, uh, how how much different it was. There there was impacts on on you know. Uh, my body throughout the season and there's things I needed to learn in order to stay healthy um, uh, I had a couple injuries that, that made me miss a few games here and there so those are things that you know uh, I've learned to really uh, focus on recovery and stretching and uh, you know get prepared uh, each and every practice and, and game day just get into the rink as early as I can to help my um, body get ready for, for hard days of work but I'd say the bigger thing was, was mentally going from uh, college to the NHL uh, because in college we did work out quite a bit we did uh, work out three four times a week so as much as we weren't playing games we were still staying in shape and practices were hard and high pace but um, mentally you were just uh, I, I feel like it was a little bit easier on you in college because you had a whole week to you know uh, stay away from the games and you get into it and you play well and then you know you feel good for for another five days before you have to play again uh, in the NHL, you don't really have time to to dwell on on the last game that you played because you know you have you have such a quick turnaround. So it's it's important to stay really focused every shift, uh, every practice, um, every chance you get. You just got to really be uh, dialed in. It's not as easy to do when you're playing 82 games of the season. So that's important. Mm-hmm. In terms of the, and we talked about the mental side too uh, of of playing so many games. Like uh, you know, obviously you're. In the Western Conference, you know, you're playing, you know, Connor McDavid, you know, you're, you're playing Patrick Kane, you know, uh, you know, you, the list, the list goes on. Obviously, there's, uh, you're playing, you know, Austin Matthews in the other conference and Sidney Crosby and the list kind of goes on about guys that you're kind of, you know, you see on the other side of the ice too. So, you know, as a young guy, you know, when you're, when you're squared off against these guys, kind of mano a mano, you know, you're going to make mistakes, you know, things are going to go hard because those guys are the best in the world for a reason uh talk about the mental side about you know shaking off you know make maybe mistakes a tough game because you know as you said when you're in college maybe you have time to to regroup to be like you know i had a rough one but you know i'll go again i think talk about that that sort of dealing with that with struggle and failure yeah it's um it's it's huge it's really important you know you're going to make mistakes in a really fast game uh stuff happens quickly and you know, you uh, you really got to focus on just getting ready for the next shift. That's something that I think I struggled with a little bit at the beginning of the year. I was so focused on making sure that everything was was perfect, and and you know that's the right, that's a good mindset to have. But uh, when you do um, screw up, which it's going to happen, some you're going to make a mistake, or a great player is going to make a good play on you. It's kind of like you got to forget about it and get ready for the next one um, because. You know, the more you 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 dwell on the past, uh, it's going to take you away from making the correct, uh, the right plays, and and playing hard for the rest of the game. So, uh, yeah, no, that's that's a big, that's like I said, the biggest jump uh, for me is is to really just stay stay focused um, and don't don't focus on what you did uh, 
really well. Uh, as much as don't focus on what you did poorly, you just got to stay even keel and, mm. and uh, just continue to uh, stick to your game. Back on uh, in October the 25th, you uh, I don't know, you know what happened on that day, October 25th? When I played in Toronto? Yeah, when you played in Toronto, obviously they made a big deal on the Sharks uh, uh, at the at the Scotiabank Arena. What, what was that like? How surreal was it to, to kind of be out there by yourself and, and then to play the Leafs? Yeah, that was... Um... I think that was one of the most special moments uh, in my life. Um, obviously, my debut was was a, a very big moment, um, uh, potentially the biggest moment in my life. But I think that that Toronto game was was really special, just because I did have um, so much support from my family and friends. You know, I, I skated out there uh, alone in, in warm ups, which uh, was pretty awesome. Uh, a little bit embarrassing, obviously, but uh, <laughs> it was a great experience just to have. Um, so many of my my family members, my friends, and my cousins. Like I think I had over fifty, over fifty, sixty people uh, to see after the game, and that support is just it means the world to me. That um, to be able to to have my family and friends uh, there for me in, in a very uh, special moment in my life, and just be, to be able to come back to Toronto and and play against such great players that you know I've been looking up to my whole life is another great thing. So. Um, Aside from uh, a lot of my family still wearing uh, Maple Leaf jerseys, it was uh, <laughs> it was a great it was a great experience. Something you, I'll never forget. You weren't mad. You're not like you guys should be Sharks fans now, or you guys <laughs> didn't have that conversation. Uh, I guess their excuse they haven't got the jersey yet. Don't get it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So then, just you know, we fast forward December the twenty eighth. Uh, you know, second game after Christmas. You know, you think a guy scores a goal, it's off someone's butt or. Whatever. Yours was an absolute snipe. What a rocket. I think uh, you received a feed maybe in the middle of the ice and, and sniped it over the Philadelphia goalie's shoulder. Uh, talk about your uh, your first NHL goal and what kind of feelings you had and, and what kind of what went through your mind. Yeah, that was um, that was great. I mean, uh, I've never been a guy that, that really focuses on points and, and, and scoring and stuff like that. You know, I've always just been motivated just to win as a team, but... You know, uh, looking back on that, that's something that you know someone can never take away from me. To to have scored my my first NHL goal was was so special, and and uh, it was a great feeling. Um, yeah, I was I was very fortunate uh, that that it went in the way it did. Um, it was uh, I thought it was uh, you know I was happy about uh, the win that we got in that game. That's what made it even more special. We were coming off a loss and. And uh, it was just a big win for us. So it was just a moment that I'm very happy about. And, um, yeah, it's something I'll never forget. Uh, the last eight games, you did average over 20 minutes. It seemed like the last little stretch there, you were definitely being leaned on, uh, you know, quite a lot. Uh, you know, how did that feel? You talked about, you know, getting getting healthy and getting ready for, um, you know, for the next, uh, the next game. But maybe it's another up a notch, another tick when you're, when you're playing over 20 a game or is there any difference that way? Yeah, it's, um, yeah. So like I said, like even just, just being able to play as a shark is awesome. And then when I'm getting, you know, 20 minutes a night, it's, that's when I really realize how fortunate I am for the opportunities that I have to go out there and improve and then showcase what I can do. And, and, uh, I think that, uh, playing more minutes actually, uh, I think it helped me, um, as a player. I thought I, um, you know, get to the flow of games a little bit, uh, a little bit better, and, and just be even more um, ready to go when I am out there. Uh, I think that it, it just helped me work on what I need to work on, and, and being more, you know, offensive and taking care of the D zone well, and 
Um, as far as going from one game to the next, it definitely wasn't uh, it wasn't easy. Um, it was it was different than you know when you're playing last minute because you're more banged up, of course. But uh, it's something that I think that I've been used to from playing um, higher minutes in college and and in the USHL. So um, it's something that I'm ready for, something that I can continue to to improve on uh, to to be able to play a full 82 games a season, which is, is a goal of mine one day uh, at, at that uh, amount of minutes. But um, it's just the work that I need to put in. It's just what I'm focused on right now. What was the moment or was it right away that, you're, you know, maybe a guy a guy made a play or, or there was someone who was strong and leading on you that you were like, man, I'm in the NHL. You know, like that classic I'm in the NHL moment kind of thing. What was that for you? Um... I don't know. At first, it was it was really it was like it was surreal. Like I didn't I didn't think like I was. It just felt weird to be out there with you know guys that I watch and I've been watching for a long time. Like when when we played Pittsburgh was and Sidney Cosby was on the other side of the uh, the red line during warmups. It was it was like wow. Like I'm playing against Sidney Crosby and then you know that game I was actually had a lot of of shifts against them. Um, being matched against their line, which was another like crazy thing. You know, we're on a four on four, and and uh, we're playing man to man, and I'm and I'm guarding or staying on Crosby, which is you know it's just a special thing to um, to be able to play against players that you've always watched when you're growing up. And that moment, uh, it really, I don't even think it's hit me yet <laughs> that wow factor. So um, something I try to keep in the back of my mind, just be thankful for mm-hmm. you know, the fact that I'm here. I'm able to compete against these special players that have done great things and will continue to do so. Yeah, and you, you know, of course, you managed to get like two assists. You know, a career high thirty shots and or shift thirty shifts in that game. You get two points. You get a couple pims. You're a plus four. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good night for me for sure. Yeah, not uh, not too not too shabby. Uh, you know, I got to ask you too about uh, a guy that you know very well. Um, you know, you talked about, you know, that that jump, but you know, it hasn't seemed like it's been hard at all for Kale McCarr to jump into the NHL or the, his year was was just ridiculous and obviously he's a name that everybody knows now. Sure it was not not a surprise to you what the things that he's capable of doing and and obviously people who watch the World Juniors too, but um, you know, how can you explain his season cuz he you know, it seemed like it wasn't hard at all at all for him to get the jump of the NHL. Obviously, good team in Colorado too, but yeah, no, his. Uh, I've been asked this a lot by a lot of people. Like, are you surprised? And, and um, obviously, as an as an outsider, someone who hasn't played with the guy, uh, you're going to be surprised at how well he's doing because it truly is special. Um, you know, you don't see that very often. Um, a young guy like himself coming in the league and, and really taking over. Uh, he's. He's an unbelievable player, but for myself, you know, and, and all the guys that have played with him, we're not surprised, uh, if you ask, because we know that, that he's a, he's an awesome, special player, and, and he really works hard, and, you know, he's a good person, too. He's got a really good head on his shoulders. Um, so what he's doing right now is only, it's only up from here, um, and I'm super, super proud of him. We all are. Um, all of uh, his uh, former teammates and coaches, um, super, super proud of the guy. Um, it's just really well-deserved. Uh, and he's just got a lot of a uh, lot of talent, a lot of, a lot of talent on the ice. And of course, yeah, he's playing with great players. But um, don't kid yourself; he makes the players around him very great as well. So um, kudos to him. Uh, super proud of him. I hope he continues to do what he does. Yeah, for sure. And uh, their assistant coach here at Notre Dame, 
Uh, Brett Pilkington always likes to remind me whenever I, you know, he comes up, Calgary kid, Calgary kid, because he's a, Brett's a Calgary guy too, so he's always yeah. chirping Toronto, and I don't have anything to chirp Calgary about, because I guess that's something that insecure people do, but <coughs> anyways, uh, a <laughs> couple more questions. What was the first thing that you uh, that you bought with your uh, first paycheck? Not really anything crazy, but I had to get a car down there. It's not yeah. the nicest car, but wow. it'll do for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not, re- I'm not uh, a huge um, big purchase guy right now. That's uh, sure. So I don't really have a great answer for you just, yet. Just iPads. Oh yeah, exactly. I did buy an iPad. Yeah. There you go. So I can count. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sure. Hey, there you go. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, when you get the when you get the sharks the sharks player discount, I guess it's not that big of a that big of a purchase. So it's all good. Fair enough. Um, and then you know, last question again. I appreciate your time, Mario. I know you and I could talk for hours, but uh, last question for the podcast, anyways. Um, you know, I got to ask you about the the world that we're living in right. Now. You know, for an NHL player, you know, I guess you got so much hustle and bustle. I don't I guess you just played Minnesota. Uh, the last game there and and uh, whatnot, but I kind of what take me through what happened when you uh, heard uh, you know everything was shut down and canceled and how much of a weird feeling it was. Yeah, it's, um, I think we can all agree it's a it's a weird time uh, for the whole world. You know, it's just um, but at the end of the day, uh, yeah, it sucks to not be able to, to play hockey right now and and uh, just it's it's a sad moment for for the world in general, but. Um, you know, bigger things are happening than hockey. Um, it's important that us as, uh, you know, as, as a country, as, as um, the world in general, every country come together, all the people come together and, and kind of help turn this around. Um, our health is, is more important than, than the game itself. And, uh, you know, there's people out there who, who have suffered from this and, and uh, aren't doing well. So it's important that we just, you know, get through this and, and, uh, um, things will be good. We just got to work together to help that happen. And, you know, hockey can wait. Um, but, uh, it's important that we, we just stay healthy. Mm-hmm. What did the, what did the Sharks tell you, uh, for the off season for between now and next camp? Uh, there's, uh, no, no answers yet. Nothing that we can talk about, uh, right now. Um, we're just trying to, uh, get over, um, what's going on uh, with the world right now. But, uh, as far as the future goes, we're, we're not really focused on, on that. We just want to get through this uh, this tough time. Fair enough. Well, Mario Ferrari, really appreciate your time as always, and uh, we'll uh, keep in touch. Thanks for joining me on the pod. Thanks very much. It's great to be back uh, on the podcast. I appreciate it.